Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Twisted Manor. Twisty Manny. I am your host, Shimes Rocky. And, and I'm the co-ghost, Chimajaji. Emily Cleveland. Chat. No. <laughs> Today, we're going to be delving into episode 23, What Lies Beneath. And yes, I did steal that title from a movie, so soon. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about cemetery ghost stories and hauntings and things of the like. So strap in. We're just going to delve right into our stories. No bonus stories this episode. Um, hopefully you guys can change that soon. I'm, I'm waiting for some more bonus stories. Um, but otherwise we'll just delve right in. How many stories do you have? One. Okay. And I have two. Mine are relatively short. I uh, decided after last episode I'm going to... Try and get a sweet spot that's not going to annoy people. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that article and I thought it was so interesting last episode. And I was like, I, I'll i just read it straight from the article. And I'll let you guys know where I stopped at in that story. That was like maybe a third of the article. So It was like, it wasn't even an article. It was like a book. <laughs> <laughs> it was a novel. Yeah, so... So sorry about that, guys, and I, I realized the ending was short and abrupt, and anyway, you guys can always research it on your own if you want to learn more, but I thought a third of the story is kind of like the really big highlights. Um, everything else was just fluff, and they didn't talk about too much. So without further ado, I'll just start my story first, and then we'll bounce to you, and then we'll bounce back to me. Who Sounds- <laughs> Okay, my first story is called Cemetery Elementary. Imagine going to a school and that's your school's name. That would and suck. like your mascot, you're the headstones. Yeah, you're just a gravestone running around. You're just a fucking piece of granite. You could never throw it back because you're so stiff and flat. You just, you're a victim of like physical abuse and bullying because you just have someone else's name carved into you. Imagine the, um, like the stands cheering for a football game like go headstones (laughs) (laughs) okay here we go ugly i worked for a county cemetery department years ago we would go to all the cemeteries in the county and mow or just do basic upkeep occasionally people mainly farmers would stumble upon some headstones in a field or a stand of trees and we would come out and prod the ground with dowel rods to find more headstones and reestablish the cemetery. Soon after I started working there, we got a tip about some headstones a farmer found while clearing out a path through some trees for easier access to his field. It turned out to be the oldest cemetery in the county dating back to the 1700s. After investigating some of the names on the headstones, it got really creepy. The story is that before the cemetery was there, a schoolhouse stood there. The teachers were a husband and a wife. It's not clear on what exactly happened, but the students and the husband and the wife all died in that schoolhouse. The information we found kind of made it sound like it was an illness of some kind, and they were all quarantined in that school until everyone died one by one. After that, the school was demolished, and the students and husband and wife were all buried right where the school stood. So yeah, I'm sure it's haunted. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we should retitle our podcast to just like sad hauntings. <laughs> you want to get scared? Get scared of reality. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode is just us crying through stories. 
that's just like you're just like living out your passion teaching children making the next generation brighter and Mm -hmm. you just all fucking die that's so fucking sad what's more sad to have like the adults die last and just watch all of your students die or to have like the adults die first and now all these kids are stuck in there alone like with no adult like consolation like no maturity yeah this show would be so different if i was just reading it like it's not really like clear what exactly happened but the students and the husband and the wife all died in the schoolhouse and like just crying through the whole thing yeah that is that i i would believe that that's haunted sad ghost hours uh-huh Alrighty. so that was my first story okay this one is called dartford cemetery last year myself and a good friend went on a hun- a haunted road trip to the midwest One of our stops was at a place I've heard about since I was a kid, Dartford Cemetery. It was at night on the 4th of July, and a firework show had just ended, leaving the air smelling of gunpowder. We parked under a streetlight a little bit down the road of the cemetery to set up our equipment, GoPro and voice recorder. We started on the side of the cemetery that has been known to have the most activity, with a mausoleum and a chief's headstone. After a few minutes of no activity, we start hearing footsteps and see a figure of a person walking towards us in complete darkness. Several moments passed until we crossed paths with this person, but both my friend and I wanted to keep moving. As we approached the figure, they said, what are you doing here? My friend said, nothing, what are you doing here? No response. To this day, neither of us can agree on the person's age or even their gender. I thought it was a young man, but my friend saw and heard an elderly woman. Nothing but their voice shows up on our recording. What we both agree on is that this person had abnormally long white limbs. Gross. We kept on walking, and the person disappeared from view when we turned around to look. We continued our investigation with the presence of this person in mind, but not in sight. We eventually came across the chief's headstone, where I placed a token of respect to him. When we looked back on the GoPro, shortly after this moment, you can hear a hushed, disembodied male voice say, Run. Since we didn't hear this in real time, we kept moving on towards the center of the cemetery. Out of nowhere, I start hearing footsteps of what seemed a dozen or more people in front of us. When I asked my friend if she heard that, she said she didn't hear a thing. Suddenly, I told her I felt very surrounded and that we had to leave immediately. We got back to the path and ran all the way to the street where I finally felt we were safe, but it didn't end there. As we walked back to the car, we saw that same person walking on the side of the street towards us. We crossed the street and avoided eye contact as much as possible. When we were just past them, we turned around briefly and they had their neck turned all the way around, looking at us. Ew. What the fuck? We ran to the car, and all the way I was holding the GoPro in order to try and get this on video. Strangely enough, the person did not show up on the recording, even when they were standing under the streetlight. 
We never saw this person take even a step off of the cemetery grounds. Thoroughly spooked, we drove away with an uneasy feeling. About a mile out, our car started doing frightening stuff. The radio would turn on and off, headlights not working. Our mirrors kept moving dramatically. The lights in the car were turning off and on. We pulled over, we were so frightened. It eventually stopped and we drove off again, scared and confused as to what just happened. I would probably shit myself three times. I didn't get my nerves down until we finally crossed the town line. Something is there. Even if that figure was a real person, I know there are many active entities at that cemetery. Dislike. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that was actually really creepy. <laughs> Good. That's probably the scariest story out of the three. <laughs> but uh, my next story is called Line of Sight. When I was in college, I worked part-time at a Jewish cemetery in reception and office management. Wait, there are cemeteries specific to religions? Like, sure. if you didn't, like, identify as Jewish in life, like, you're not allowed to be buried there? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. Whack. <laughs> not like, any, like, city cemetery... Is going to like honor whatever religious wishes you have. Right. But weird. Continue. The cemetery was closed from Friday afternoon through Saturday evening for the Sabbath. We sometimes stayed a bit later in the office on Friday afternoons to get bills out for checks processed. We heard a loud commotion by the cemetery entrance, which was locked and only staff can get in and out. The office manager went to see what was going on and made me come with her. We went down to the gate to find an older woman, probably around 70, dressed to the nines, begging us to let her in. <laughs> what? I'm just like, imagining this really old, wrinkly, decrepit lady in like, stilettos and a fancy sparkly club dress. Sounds <laughs> Like great. a flapper? No, like, like, modern day, like, sparkly dress, like, one side long sleeve, one side cut sleeve, oh, okay. like comes to here on your thighs skin tight nasty i don't know if i ever want to picture she's like, <laughs> she's like walking in six inch heels with the cane and her cane has to have like six inch extension hi fellas she's <laughs> trying to hitchhike lifts her skirt a little bit no 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 no, no. <laughs> okay dress of the nines whatever whatever it's like yzma yes that's exactly are it. you looking for this she kept saying she needed to get back. This was in the suburbs of New Jersey, so you need a car to get around, but we didn't see her car or anything. She was just there in this beautiful dress. We couldn't open the gate without the cemetery manager, so we went to go get him. We brought him back to the gate, and no one was there. We looked at video footage of the entrance, and you could see us, the office manager, and me talking, but there was no one on the other side of the gate. The cemetery manager thought we were trying to trick him. I swear to this day, we saw a woman in a fancy dress outside that gate. There were multiple cameras and not a single one picked up anyone on the other side of the gate and you could see the whole gate. I don't know if it was a ghost or what. The office manager and I decided not to tell anyone else, but we would mention it to each other every once in a while. So you think like dressed to the nines means like that's what she was probably buried in? Maybe. Could be. I think it's like just so 
odd how differing paranormal experiences are. Like, yeah. Like, I think that contributes to it, like, being so unprovable. Is, like, when you can prove it over and over again, scientific method, it becomes fact. Right. But, like, we'll just narrow it down to ghosts right now. They could be attached to where they were born. They could be attached to where they die. They could be attached to where they are buried. They can look like when they were a kid. They could look like when they died. They could be wearing what they wore when they died. They could be wearing what they wore when they were buried in. They could be wearing their favorite outfit. I hope that when I die and I haunt some little shit somewhere that I look like myself now. Unless I look more handsome in the future. But I really don't want to be some wrinkled old man haunting people. Oh, my teeth. It's me. Shy. It's been a while, little Why are you going to sound like that when you're old? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Let's get a divorce now. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to sound like that. That's That's just, you know, what I'm thinking. Like, it's probably a ghost wearing what she was buried in. But... I'm hung up on the, like, let me in, I've gotta go. What did she say? I need to get back. I need to get back. Into the cemetery, maybe? Maybe that's where no. she was buried? I need to get back to my grave. Maybe. It's like, it's like Day of the Dead. And they have to, like, leave. And they're, like, closing the gate. She's like, no, no, wait. <laughs> you little shit, I live here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm back in my house. That headstone, it has my fucking name on it. Sad ghost hours. She lost her way. He's like, he's like, pull out your ID. You know, we can't bring that shit out here in the <laughs> in the afterlife. All I got is this dress and this sick-ass pussy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> well, come right in. I think just like a 30-minute meeting behind that tree should suffice. Um, if I flash my tits, will you let me back to my grave, please? Depends. How saggy. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I know if you're cremated, they remove them, but I don't know if you're casketed, are you buried with your implants? Oh, they remove them when you're cremated? Yeah. Cause, Why? Because uh, they're like saline or silicon and right. the silicon ones will melt. That's like plastic. Okay. And it it'll make your ashes all gooey. <laughs> okay. It like won't work. Gotcha. I didn't know that, but that's interesting to know. But like for burials, it's super different, especially if you're having an open casket. Do you think you're gonna be cremated or do you wanna be buried? Well, I'm gonna be fucking cremated. I think I will be too. I don't want <sighs> caskets are fucking expensive. Cemetery land is fucking expensive. Like, having to, like, pretend that, like, after COVID and World War Three and whatever else comes in the rest of our lives, that there's going to be enough, like, strong people down my lineage <laughs> to be, like, pallbearers. Like, I don't know. Just fucking um, throw me in a fire and throw me in the dirt. I don't care. While researching this topic, I actually came across someone, I think... I'm, I could be wrong, but I think it was Norway. Okay. okay? Um, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But this person was just saying that they actually reuse graves. And mm-hmm. so this was one of the possible scary stories that I was going to do for tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
he was just saying that um, they used to recycle these graves. Um, I think they still do. But at a certain point in the 1900s, they decided that they were going to... They were trying to bury their their corpses in, like, plastic. So it would be easier to move them around and... Anyway. Instead of wood? Yeah. So instead mm. of getting, like, a casket, they would, like, wrap them up in plastic stuff. Plastic wrap? Yeah. Saran wrap. So... So, yeah, they decided to grocery shop this bitch and put him in the ground. And so this guy was saying that uh, they were going to recycle a grave uh, early on in his career, at wherever he was working. And so they went to go unbury someone. And this person, like he said, it was just a bad move to put people in these plastic casings because uh, they don't like, oh, what's the word? They don't de- degrade. They yeah, don't. but people in like, caskets don't biodegrade either. Well, in so America, what he was saying, generally, they put, like, like stone into the ground and then lower your thick-ass wooden casket into, like, the stone. And then they'll throw the dirt, like, right on top. But, like, that's a right. lot to get through. Especially when it's, like, lined with velvet and shit. Like, it's yeah. not just pure wood. Right. So... He was saying that one of the corpses that they had to dig up uh, was in that plastic, and it was just, like, the worst smell he's ever smelled in his life because it was just marinating in its own corpse juice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the smell was the worst he's ever smelled in his life. I the corpse that. was just, like, goo, uh-huh. and it was just really nasty. Yeah. Um. My old coach in high school had a horror story like that Mm -hmm. that she used to work um for um she used to work for a morgue and there was like one day they were digging out a grave spot for someone who was like to be buried like two days later or something um and the one of like the sprinkler pipes under the ground was leaking and so it seeped like into caskets and like was just continuing to fill out of the caskets and like into the surrounding ground and in like the air pockets in the ground and stuff and she like hit like a spot that was like a pressured air pocket or something and all of this just like muddy corpse water like splashed onto all of them as they were trying to dig. So disgusting. She says she threw up a lot that day. Um, I just think that's interesting that your teacher went from taking care of bodies at their worst in the timeline of their existence to taking care of bodies so that they get better in their timeline. You know what I mean? No. Like... It's taking care of dead people, and now they're taking care of kids so that they can be the strongest they can be. Well, one, she never worked directly with the dead people. She worked for the morgue, but she wasn't, like, a a mortician. And also, she was working this job at the same time as being our coach. So she's double-timing. It's more like what I'm doing now, that, like, one is an actual job. (laughs) Yeah. The other, 
I don't even know if she got paid for that other job. Like, for one, as a coach, like, you get paid shit anyway. And two, I don't think that they ever actually went through the school. I think they just went directly through our coach, and she just, like, paid them a small portion of her income. Wow. Nice. It was, like, weird. I don't know. Poll, uh, let us know your answers. Would you rather be, like, are you planning on being cremated, buried... Or it's like another cool option. Or put into a hollow tree. <laughs> no. Or, that was my plan for a long time. Or shipped out at sea like the frog king from Shrek. When so <laughs> Emily and I used to be part of a church where they taught that when everyone dies, that they're all gonna be resurrected at some point, right? And <clears throat> when I was younger, that point was not taught to me very well. And I just saw like a zombie apocalypse where we all just break out of the ground. I was not told that, you know, there would still be people alive that unbury, like uncover all the corpses and then like bless them to life. I did not understand that point because no one told me. So I just thought, you know, one day we Jesus comes back and I wake up in my grave and I have to dig through all this shit and be like, I'm alive. So that terrified me. So for the longest time... Everyone's souls just go back into their body and you just hear like immense thundering from everyone banging on the inside of their caskets. That that would be the fucking... That would be the scariest shit ever. Can you imagine that? Every grave coming back to life. At the same time. And no zombies, just the sound of the thunder underground. But not everyone was buried like in a casket, so... So for the longest time, because of that belief, I, my plan for when I died was not to be buried or cremated. Cause I was like, if I'm cremated, how the fuck am I going to come back into my body? And I was like, I don't want to dig through six feet of dirt and my casket and suffocate and die. So I decided that I was going to be buried in a hollow tree that was locked from the inside. And someone would have to like put my corpse in there, go in there, lock the door behind them and then climb out through this secret uh, top hatch in this fake tree and then when I when I wake up in this resurrected state I can just walk out of the tree like some tree elf and give everyone cookies God comes down and he's like I am God I hereby resurrect all of my children you just fucking walk out of a tree like I am God <laughs> God's what an like entrance. son you did good you're a very smart lad what an entrance <laughs> I'm just like, so when does everyone else come back up? Oh, uh, we gotta wait. I wasn't expecting anyone to be, like, in a tree or anything, so good good move. God didn't see it coming. I was playing chess while everyone else was playing checkers. So, yeah, that's my move, maybe. <laughs> my brother wants to be buried in a fridge dressed as Batman. What the hell? And, you know what? I uh, don't blame him. That sounds fun. Can you imagine open casket, me in, like, a Spider-Man costume? It makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like when I die, I the last thing that I want for my funeral is all these people feeling sorry for me and being yeah. like super sad, which sounds really. No one like, is sorry for the person that died. What? Everyone's sorry I'm for sorry themselves. I'm sorry he died. Fuck him. That's not. No one is ever <laughs> sad because of that. What are you talking about? People are sorry for themselves. I'm going to miss him. I loved him. There's so much I wanted to do with them. Like, you're just sorry for yourself. Like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> 
Like, when my grandpa died, I don't know. Maybe it was just because I was a kid. Maybe as you mature, you feel sorry for people. <laughs> you shut but, on his grave. <laughs> like, when my grandpa died, like, I was like, oh, this is, like, terrible. Like, I loved my grandpa. He was going to teach me guitar. I was going to, like, go over to his house all the time. Because, like, we just moved near him, and then he died. And so I didn't, like, really get a lot of time with him growing up. Yeah. Um, And I just felt... Like, honestly, like, I felt mostly sorry for myself. I felt like I was missing out on that relationship because he died. I forgot what I was saying. I didn't really care. Like, I didn't feel sorry for him, I guess. Like, he was fucking old. He had a heart attack. Like, how much longer did he really have, you know? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You can't change that, but you can sit here and fucking pity yourself for all the things you could have had. I'm going to make sure that they have a playlist at my funeral is going to have stuff like Happy from Feral Williams. If anyone puts the chicken dance on my funeral playlist, I will literally come back and smite you. Backstreet's Back, All Right by <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Eye to Eye from Powerline yeah. uh-huh. in the Goofy movie. Well, that's a must for sure. So, that's the song I want people kissing to. So I'm going to, you know what? If you guys know Flight of the Concords, then the most beautiful girl. That song is gonna be playing at my funeral as well. Promiscuous girl, you're teasing me. Can Put you? that on. <laughs> I will because imagine the shock. Everyone's gonna be like, "Who the fuck is playing this at my son's funeral?" Or whatever. And they're don't like, "It's by you. request. Your son wanted in, this playlist." It's in the like the yeah. But it's gonna be like an old mixtape. You know, like the <laughs> label is this shit fire, and it's just garbage. Okay, sorry, super off topic, but up north where we used to live, we'd have like a fire at least once every summer in the mountains somewhere in the canyon. The mountains. And so one night I was on Snapchat, <laughs> and one night I was on Snapchat, and someone posted a picture of one of the fires in the middle of the summer. And the caption just said, God's got to be more careful when he drops his mixed safes for us. Damn. <laughs> oh, you're... <laughs> we didn't go into the mountain and build a fire pit and have a fire for fun. Like, our mountainsides often caught on fire. I don't know. Like, 50% That's... were man-made. What are you talking about? Like, a wildfire... No, like, like something yeah, that's we had spreading? some wildfires, but like a lot of them were set by people because they would have a campfire and they wouldn't tend to it right. Okay, but or that's people would set off fireworks in the mountain in the middle of summer yes, and catch fire. But that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the fucking mountainside burning down and am like the fire trucks having to be called. Yeah. When you started this story, I thought you were talking about like yeah, we like go camping and go smoke around a fire pit. That's not what you meant. So I was clarifying for the audience what yeah, you meant. like a wildfire yes. or a man-made fire that got out of control. Yes. At that point, it would it would be a wildfire because it's not controlled anymore. So it's wild. It's not domestic. I thought a wildfire was a term for something that was strictly natural, like lightning mm. struck the grass. No. I'm pretty sure it's just that it's out of control. Okay. Well, I guess you guys can decide. Just because it's man-made doesn't mean that it can't be a wildfire. People cause wildfires by flicking their cigarettes into the grass. Like, nice. It's still a wildfire. Classy. Good old humans. 
All right, well, I think we're going to leave that for this episode. Lots of talking, less stories, but that's what I find fun about these episodes. If you guys are interested in submitting your own stories, which I 100% recommend, what are you laughing at? No, keep talking. It's in my brain. Don't talk. Talk. If you guys are interested in submitting your own stories, which I 100% recommend, go ahead and email us at twistedmanner.sub at gmail.com. If you want a bonus story at the end of our show... Go on ahead, go to Instagram at Twisted Manor, hit the link in our bio and hit Submit Stories. It'll take you to a website called Telenim, and you can submit your stories there. We have lots of sick-ass merch, and if you guys are interested in buying some, go on ahead to the same Instagram, at Twisted Manor, go to the link in the bio, and also it'll say Merch, and you can check out cool stuff like on our Now Mart merchandise, which we just came out with. The future is now. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a pleasure. I hope you guys come back for episode 24. I know I'm excited, and this has been We'll a blast. eat your ass next week. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> See you guys in the next episode of Twisted Manor.